We represent the suck and fuck guild. Wait, please. Um, <laughs> we don't. We don't. We didn't. Now every guild gets to talk, <laughs> and for too long. We didn't authorize this. You always tell us no. We have no more time at the town meeting. Well, the suck and fuck guild will be heard. <laughs> First, a performance. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't. I don't want to. Um, there's nowhere else to go. I mean, simply by introducing a clan of of people that suck and fuck. Yeah. They are the suck and fuck guild. Is that what you're saying? Like, right. They're small. Yeah, they suck and fuck each other. It's their job. Incredible. It's their job in the wizard. Craftsmen. Yeah. There was there was a apprenticeship. Yeah. Well, they always point to you know, it's the lollipop guild law that as soon as they let that happen, where it's like you can just be like a guild. Yeah. You can, yeah, for what? For eating lollipops? Do yeah, they make them? We're the lollipop guild. What is it? What exactly? They won the court case. Yeah. There's nothing they can do about it now. <laughs> All right. We want to be the suck and fuck guild then. <laughs> Shall I point to the lollipop guild case of Wait, last week? Do we have tax exam status? <laughs> One week later. Already this was a problem. Yeah. We, are, we made a mistake and it's instantly a problem. We needed the dictatorship of the Wicked Witch of the East. This is... <laughs> Yeah, do you we, think simply, we simply cannot govern ourselves. That yeah, they, do you think that there's people who are like, I don't know, the land was better when? Oh, of course they were loyalists. Yeah, <laughs> I miss, I miss the WWE. <laughs> 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 there's something That's here, right? Thing, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like, yeah, dude, I'm like a big fan of WWE. <laughs> it's like in your head, you actually <laughs> mean <laughs> the Wicked Witch of the East. Yeah. Yes, the one that died. I was looking really hard for character art of her, and there is none. Wow. They never drew her. They never thought to. Huh. It's interesting. The Wicked Witch of the West. That's what WWW stands for when you're on the internet. Oh, yes, exactly. It's Wicked Witch of the West. We used her magic. We have her hooked up to a neural network. (laughs) (laughs) Capcom of America. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. This is too hot to put in my mouth. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't eat on the podcast. Hey, <laughs> so I thought it'd be fine. I thought it'd just slip on by like, excuse me, sorry. No, 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 I don't need teeth. It's fine. Don't worry. No teeth for me. Don't I wonder if it. anyone's noticed how often I've been eating on this podcast. Probably, yeah. I've noticed how often you've been eating in real life because you've been Shit, getting so fat. <laughs> Do you feel like you've been Be nice fat? to me. I'm you your friend. Fat. You don't look fat. Yeah, well, you don't look fat. I gained some weight and lost some height. Yeah, really? (laughs) (laughs) I did measure myself, by the way. We finally was in it. I had an opportunity. I'm, um, I'm, I'm right under five nine. Yes. All right. Woo! Let's get one thing straight. Lion dog. Lion. Lion dog. Oh, there we go. It just happens, man. I thought I was five ten for you. Just accidentally perjured yourself. It happens. Well. Sometimes you don't recall. Sometimes you fuck up and think that you're... I think I'm 5'9". I think the tape measure was wrong. Right. It's okay. Thanks, don't worry about I need it. to go to the doctor and tell them, listen, make me taller. But you need to, you need to inject saline in my feet so that I just get like really mm. thick soles. I'm just like really high up in the sky. Huge, huge feet. They look like rollerblades. My, it's my toes. They like <laughs> contorted into a. I'm realizing thing. when I eat this though, my mouth isn't ready to laugh. Good, yeah. 
And laughing at you is one of my favorite things to do on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This really fucked me up. It's one of the few things to do on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. I have a pizza coming out in five minutes, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, congratulations. Thank you. you. I know you two were trying. Thank you. Thought we were going to have to get takeout. Order. I don't know. Come on, you see what I'm doing. I'm trying. I'm trying to find DiGiorno in vitro. There's Mm, somewhere. It's somewhere there. We can't keep doing this. We can't keep like just Lego boxing jokes. Like coming out here, it's like, I got all these pieces, but I I just didn't prepare anything. I think I'm going to, this is like, it's economic, all right? Okay. Why waste the brain power when we can simply hand everyone, we're Ikea-ing the jokes on this podcast. It's abstract art, really. And you're going to get to the end of the joke and realize you got an extra piece of that joke that didn't fit anywhere. And you're going to be like, well, it's fine. It was funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's standing, isn't it? I don't. Well, you know, they kept me company during my terrible job. So that's all this needed to do. Wait, what? What? You're talking about us as a yes, podcast? That's, oh, that's, we, that's really nice. Do we do that for anyone? I'm sure we do. We do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be like me and not have a job and yeah. just live in fear. Yeah, I guess that's true. You want to try that out? I can't listen to any podcasts. I turn them on and I have to shut them off because I feel like... Yeah. I'm whatever. wasting my work hours. <laughs> Which is my life. Which is like just all me the, being like, alive. Yeah. Me being alive and awake. Oh my God. I don't envy you. Um, Thanks, bud. <laughs> just call I mean, me mud. I called you bud. Can you please start calling me mud? Thanks, mud. <laughs> It's a rugged nickname. I'm telling you, we got to start doing math together. It's it's gonna, it's, this <laughs> is going to change fucking, everything. Back to this math. I think it would be good for our brains. But yeah, I think it is. There's there's some evidence that shows doing you know math and just regular brain teaser of like present problem, overcome problem, kind of helps wake up neural networks mm-hmm. in the morning. Um, but we don't want to wake up the neural networks. We want them to stay asleep. It's this. What's happening is that I had the genuine frightening fantasy. Of doing math. Really? I was like falling asleep and just head spinning, complicated anxiety, just wow. too much going on up I've there. Math dream and I was like, I would like to do math seems simple. Mm-hmm. That seems like it was, you know what it was? It was that video, that tweet that was going around of like, they've complicated math with Common Core, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, watching the person do the math, I was like, that looks like a, how simple? I wanna do some math. My, what does that say about friend, me? Am I just like, what does friend, that mean? <laughs> It says that you would love a game called Animal Crossing. It well, says that you need an errands list. You need mm. someone to present issues, mm-hmm. and then you immediately overcome those issues for the gratification. That's what that is. Huh. Right? Sounds like a relationship, am yeah. I right? <laughs> you also uh, sprayed caramel sauce all over your chest. I'm sorry. You know what really sucks? I'm sorry to say. Like, I'm not exaggerating. I washed this about 47 minutes ago. <laughs> like this just this just came out of the wash. <laughs> We've been recording for like 30 minutes. This was a fun movie to watch because it's fun to remember that Jared Leto used to be bad. Right. What? <laughs> he's not good in it. I think he's fine. What do you What, what do you mean he's not good in it? I think, I think he's doing he's, a great job. I don't think he Everyone's is. Everyone's being a cartoon. How How could yeah, he Yeah, possibly... I think he's doing being a I cartoon bath. Look, I, I disagree. <laughs> what I think is startling about Jared Leto is that he's 30 
in this. In that movie, yeah. And he has not even started 30 Seconds to Mars yet. It's not, it's not even a twinkle in his Whoa. eye. That's Deeply disturbing, upsetting. yeah. They all kind of feel like that. All the men in this movie, like Justin Thoreau's there looking old, older, like in a weird way, older there than I've seen this him in movies after. This is just that generational after. face shift. I'm telling yeah, you, what because the fuck Gen Xers happening? have older faces than us. What's and that it, about? It, it'll just happen. Then Zoomers have younger faces than us. We are turning into a race of soft, just soft, circular Young. Soft, sensual, circular, succulent sensual. Sims like Wally. Yeah, we we yes, we are all Wally shaped people. No, I, and I don't even mean I don't mean fat. I mean literally like softer features, like angular features mm. seem to be going away, and like more soft android. I I, so I hesitate to say android. Oh. Yes, android like features, <laughs> uh, androgynous features fat. seem to be interesting. Like, more and, and people seem to be getting taller as well, just like across the board. Well, don't rub it in my face. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> not in their day to day life. Like I mean, genetically across <laughs> dozens this, of years, people are getting taller. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just weird trends. Well, it was weird when, like, in the movie, and I understand that it's also sort of a Wall Street trope. But when he's like, "Look again," he looks like more of an adult than I ever will for the rest of my life, and he goes, "I'm 27." Yes, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> shit." It's like, meanwhile, I'm like lurched over my desk chair, like my unfolded laundry behind me. And I was like, I'm 27. <laughs> you know, Patrick Bateman, my role model, who I hope to, who I hope to be like. Also. It's cool. It looks cool, especially in a movie where there's like good foley. Yeah, but that's something that I, I find very strange is that like I can't quite tell what they're getting at by having every woman in this movie being desperately in love with him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's so well, clearly he's, a shallow and empty, and but but he's hot, so <laughs> and rich. But the whole movie but is his warped that. reality. The yes. whole movie is like this bizarre, like whether or not this is even how everybody's reacting to him. This is like what, right. We realize the whole thing is unreliable towards the end. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Almost like immediately when like he's at the bar and says like, I wish I could stab you to death and play with your blood and then smiles. And like, no one ever seems to hear him when he says shit like that. So like, clearly there's this through line of like, he's, we're like getting a glimpse into the realer, like what he means by everything, but that's clearly not what he's like saying Mm -hmm. to people. It's cool. It is cool. This is and a, confusing. Uh, is it Patrick Bateman? What's Welcome his? to Reasonable Beef. Oh hey, <laughs> uh, I'm Tim Beef, Beef. Should, we, should I just change the theme song? Well, yeah, we should update it. You think so? Yeah. I was kidding. How dare you? No, I think <laughs> I think it should. I think it should needs to be upgraded. To like what? It's been time. It's been three years. Any ideas? Uh, no, because I'm bad at improv. That's why I wrote I all my jokes beforehand. I, I did not include new Reasonable Beef theme song. I, I didn't need you to improv. I was okay. being serious. No, I got one. It's, it's uh, Dom and Tim. Movie things. <laughs> reasonable Beef. Their best friend. <laughs> I hope you know. Reasonable beef. Reasonable. I hope you understand reasonable that this is beef. exactly what I'm gonna do. Okay, good. like, like, <laughs> I, I hope that you know that you just wrote it for real. Oh dear. Good. Oh, wow. 
I love making uh, culture with my voice. Simply crafting. Well, I don't, honestly, yeah, putting it to putting it to data. Not anyone could just pick up a microphone and record their voices and mm. opinions on things. Welcome to Reasonable Beef. My name's Tim Kish. I'm here with my guy Dom Farah. Welcome. Um, we saw today's an old movie episode. Yeah, duo cast, newly released on Netflix. Last is... one of these for a while because our producer has been down. <laughs> right. well, there's been some kind of. I like these duos though. It's nice to yeah. nice to be intimate with you. I mean, well, it's well, nice uh, to be in. Tim. Tim. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Welcome to Reasonable Beef. My name is Tim. I'm here with my guy. Are we starting over. Hi, it's me, Dom. And uh, we saw an old movie episode. So this just came on Netflix. Sure did. This month. Yeah, yeah. And um, American is, Psycho. If you've never seen it, now's your time. It's I, for free on okay. that Netflix. This lives in that tier of movie that Fight Club lives in. Mm. Uh, you know, it's it seems to be a bro movie, a smart movie for bros, mm. uh, so to speak. Fincher tier shit. Mm. Um, I think it's better than that. I think it's a lot better than that. I do too. This is one of those ones where if someone, if someone does miss the subtext of it all, it's more insane to me because it's not right. subtext. Like it's so cartoony and yes. you shouldn't admire it. Like it's so obvious. Well, and I, I think that 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 is why people cite it as um, being like a dude bro, like a smart movie for dumb people because it's so on the nose. It's baby's first satire that it's they're really clowning it up for you i see um baby's first and satire. while it's not clear maybe exactly what they're saying they're, they're kind of very clearly sending something up like the wall street I lifestyle and yeah and it's just a psychotic guy. mindset whether and i say the word psychotic kind of ironically but like right yeah i think it's just like the obsessive she says the, the director is i think she said obsessive consumption yeah the culture of obsessive consumption which i find that's exactly what it's just the idea of like i have to be the best i mean it is like it's also, also just on surface level it is a very scary like serial killer movie it's just like and i don't mean scary because like oh you, you don't want to get got by him but it's horrifying to to hear someone explicitly say i am very good at acting like a human person and right. i take care of my skin and my body's very important to me and he's very egotistical, but also he has no like human compassion. That's right. just like a very scary thing. And it's, I feel like now if a movie did that, it would be a pastiche of American Psycho. Whereas this, I find like that's a weird. Yeah, like there's not really another one of those where yeah, yeah where you're I mean, hearing he's right from the him. Mask off. Right. You know, yeah. His face pulling his face off, quote right. unquote. Right. And and that's another you know. On the nose, That's but it's good. Pretty on the nose, yeah. but but at the same time, like it, it's so clearly a big mallet of a set. It's a satire, totally right on the like on the label. Yeah. So you you can't really fault it. That's really most of the criticism I hear about this is that like this is not as smart as it thinks it is. But it's like I don't really think it thinks it's that smart. Yeah. No, I think if anything, it's just like interesting. I don't feel like it's up its own ass. I feel like it. Yeah. It, I, exactly. It is strange i think it feels like i'm i'm very impressed with movies like you hear a lot about like oh it's a character piece you know it's character driven right and this in a lot of ways you could say in all these ways that we're saying it is kind of obvious or on the nose it being a character thing is sort of made simpler by the entire premise being like this dude's like losing his grip and killing people. And sure. he's like always had these tendencies, but now he's like 
he says explicitly, I'm losing my ability right. to like act like a normal person. And, and you blah, know, blah, it's blah. funny because now in retrospect, we talk about that clearly what this movie is about is it like the guy spiraling out. But the sell for this movie is you're watching a horror movie from the perspective of like the killer. Right. He, right. Where in, until you understand the complete piece of the movie and at the end of, oh, this is kind of like all in his head and this is about his psychosis. But how much is it? And this is about like the, the also kind of pretty much explicitly saying something about capitalism of, of um, hmm. th- there's a line, I think, at the end of, of I crush everything that I, I before me for nothing, essentially amounting to like what he does for a living is just like nothing just sucks just vampires. For it a is living. funny how you just, never to see live a him. life that he hates. Yeah, of just absolute. Uh, just I don't even call it debauchery. It's monotony at that point. It's like he's yeah. not even like engaging in crazy, like wild sex with people aside from you know the obvious murder and like picking up <laughs> prostitutes. He's not like falling into some kind of hellish underworld, well, even of, like, the, drug sex. That's and, an interesting and point because even the parties and stuff are so clean and austere it's just right? like happening there he's just there and he's doing the oh, drugs okay, going, okay. and th- no yeah that's what i'm saying like he but it's 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 funny how the monotony of like you're not seeing him at a job you're seeing him in this like an obligation to a lifestyle and that you have to go out to this restaurant and like getting right. a reservation here but i also find it, it's like it is also just a funny thing i don't think it's completely gone i'm sure that it in a lot of ways even you know i i watch it and i'm like this is clearly a send up of a time that has passed in a lot of ways, but you can feel how I never read the book, but it is really funny to me, this idea of taking what you would jokingly say is going through one of these guys's heads and like the thing with the, with the business cards and just him like losing his fucking mind about that. And like, I can't believe he would prefer his card over mine. Like that is so funny and I think that's a thing with this, this, this movie's become such a meme in itself that it's like maybe a little lost on us that that's like, was probably a really like searing, right? Like, yeah. yeah the look business at card these thing. fucking dudes, you know, this guy, especially in cities, I'm sure this, this played right. to like uproar, uproarious. Yeah. It's not really like, relevant so much anymore. It's like that kind of monotony. No, it's not there's, the same. There's a lot of shit it's in, like, the same, in, in yeah. like office space that is kind of like that sort of things you can't super relate to anymore sure, you know, stuff yeah. like, like the uh, the pc load like, like people don't really mm-hmm. use fax machines so much anymore like you know th- that kind of stuff but you understand what they're getting at in the movie mm-hmm. which is to to say that like well in office space's case like just frustrated with like a monotony that you you have to do this thing and it's also not working correctly mm-hmm. and it's like you, do you, you understand that frustration if you have people no longer have to use that machine and I think it's the same thing in in this movie where, like, you you understand how just, like, truly monotonally, monotonally, that's not a word, just, like, truly mind-numbingly boring it, it is to be comparing it's also business just, cards. It's also just, that's what's, that's the the whole joke of, like, that that's what becomes Im- the most important shit to him, but, like, he feels zero human compassion. Like, this is why it's, again, it is, like funny the more we're like talking about it how hard it is to really like pick it apart because it is very obvious yeah the idea of like well that's all he's very concerned about the suit and don't touch the watch and blah 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 and he likes to watch himself have sex but he's a murderer like he's like that's the only things that he cares about what what he says he's not really a psychopath as much as he's like a true nihilist where he says that, you know, mm. I am, um, you can only really invest yourself in yourself because that's the only thing that you kind of mm-hmm. have a grip on. It's the only thing you can ever kind of know. 
Um, and I'm the only thing that matters. So I guess like you could say this maybe what's that's inside doesn't feet. matter. Maybe that's him justifying his, you know, his psychosis because like psychosis, not psychosis, but being psychotic, I'm pretty sure is defined by like not really, or maybe I'm confusing that with, with sociopathy. Um, I don't really know. I don't really know how to diagnose Patrick Bateman, but the kind of towards the end where he's crying on the phone to his lawyer, kind of freaking out and, mm-hmm. and realizing uh, that like he deserves penance. Like he know like what what is breaking him down and freaking him out is that he knows that he deserves to be punished, and he's just not for some reason mm-hmm. in his life. There's something protecting him, um, and, and I, I think that that speaks to him like that he has emotions. He's not as like closed off as as he thinks he is. He's just like maybe this world that he lives in has just mm-hmm. driven him insane. I, I don't know. I, I think that. And it's also still preaching today because it's it's about Wall Street. It's about capitalism. It's about like, but isn't it funny? How come we can just do all this debauched, insane shit this, and just nothing happens? This to me, and maybe maybe it's just because I'm now disconnected from this because I I don't feel like you see it as much. Like whatever this stereotype is of the young, like what the young professional out here. It's diff. It's different out here. What that what that is sure so like to me i watch this and that's i think that's part of why i look at this now and feel it being outdated in some way but that also just might be that we're not in manhattan and mm-hmm. we're not watching like the true money guys go and do their thing and the young guys coming out of school and being like i went to this blah, blah, blah. i'm you know making a million dollars by the time i'm 24 and because like i feel like now at least here's what I'll say. I think at least in representation, maybe post Wolf of wall street, which even that is set in a different time. Mm-hmm. We, it's set in the same time period as this, right, but I mean a different time than when it came out. Like right. even then when that came out, it was, it was like, mm, well, this is a, this is a, sure. In a glimpse into an older era of, uh, opulence or whatever. Well, I, but I, I disagree with that because I, I think it's about something larger than that. It's like th- these these are still the guys that I, are I'm still just, around. They well, just I, don't do it in this way. Like, well, that's what I mean though. Is like, and I think that now the when we look at that, we don't look at like I think I guess what I was getting at was I I feel like it, when people watched this originally and who uh, you know I, we weren't there, but I can imagine people seeing in this a very hot commentary on like like the people they know now and the people who are older now and are like owning companies and stuff. Cause yeah. I think it was, cause it's set in the, it's set in the eighties, yeah, but it it's came out in 2000. Right. Okay. Yeah. And even then it's like, okay, you like kind of know this person, this is still a thing that's going on. And it probably felt very like, uh, like relevant. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh yeah, fuck that guy. I know that guy. Like fuck that. And, if, and this is funny. Like, yeah, those guys are crazy. Like, and they suck and that's how they think about women and blah, blah, blah. And now when we see these guys represented, it's almost like in the same cartoonish way, but even if it isn't something that has a very real tone to it. And I feel like now we've like been very disconnected with that being like a relevant parody. And now it just feels like, well, yeah, them fucking money dudes. They're like the older crusty, like how we see them in movies now. doesn't feel like, Oh, this is kind of a send up of other people, my age who were doing this. It feels like a send up of the 1%. You know what I'm saying? Do you kind of see what I'm getting at? Like, because it it is very uniquely eighties of like the, the, the new money guy, like the, I, I want to call it Reaganomics, but the, the thing about 
that I thought was interesting on rewatch. I don't think I ever picked up on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, obviously, I remember the line, but reggae nomics. Um, no, yes, <laughs> it sounds exactly like reggae. <laughs> Trickle down. <laughs> um, I said, look, Patrick Bateman is a uh, Patrick Bateman. That's yeah. the character's name, right? Yeah. What the fuck? Because I'm so afraid of calling him the actor. Who Christian is, Bale? Chris, no. Um, yeah. Who's the actor, Bateman? <laughs> oh, Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so afraid. Also of do a it. murderer. Yeah. <laughs> it's the hands. <laughs> it's uh, the fucking hands. <laughs> um. What about him? Who, what was I saying there? I don't. You tell me. Oh, he's a, he's a he's a liberal. He's absolutely a mm. a uh, um, literally like a Democrat, where he's going through like all the talking points of uh, you know we got to be equal rights but, for women and do all this stuff, and then turns around and is an investment banker. You know what I mean? And does all that shit and treats a, people that way. And I think that like because those aren't like conservative right wing Reagan-y talking points. Certainly those, not. Those, and that's why like the, all the other guys are like oh Jesus. And even Christ. when he's like. Enough with the anti-Semitic yeah. talk. Could you cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks right. or whatever? Yeah. But it's interesting though, because isn't there sort of also a, this is interesting. It's like, does he believe anything? Does he have opinions? Does he well, care about what I'm anything? Saying, that is that I think that it, it's like a, a uh, criticism or a satire of a certain kind of young democratic, mm. like power hungry man Who's or still kind just, of power hungry comp- or politician, you know, the, He's Taking still a stuff ball. and fucking and, and he's saying yeah. all the yeah he's saying all he's saying all the right things and uh, but he's not doing what he's saying is not what he's doing at it's all. The most dangerous guy, exactly, exactly. Like yeah. he's literally a wolf among us. So I, I really like uh, that. That's what this is about, right? That's what that comic book is about, right? A wolf among us. It's about yeah. like wolf humongous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. that guy's very scary. A wolf humongous. <laughs> <laughs> he's very. Big. What are we gonna do? About what are we doing? <laughs> We got to stay inside. He's too, <laughs> he's too big. Um, what are we going to do about that? I was going to say, yeah, and that's, uh, there's sort of a through line, right, that like even his music opinions, again, I didn't read the book, so maybe, maybe some people are listening to this and being like annoyed that we're so ignorant to sure. it, but. The movie's the movie. The movie's the movie. There's sort of an idea that he's reciting shit that he's reading, Oh, right? yeah, well, like everything that he plays is a top I think, except for like maybe hip, hip to be square, but like, it's I don't know the, though. It's all the top selling albums. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like everything that like, there's nothing that is even a hint of, yeah. it's not to say that it's not artistry, but it's just so processed and, and, um, like the songs that they chose are very intentional. Like when liking mm-hmm. the, the pop rock change in <laughs> Genesis is like, it, like, exactly. Uh, and I think that that's, that's, funny, that's a yeah. really interesting choice. He, it's all just like the most basic human music. He prefers that. He prefers the pop change. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Because, it, I mean, it's like it's him in the fucking, it's him in the cab being like, because I want to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, again, it's it's a funny movie, man. Christian Bale it's like is really funny. amazing. I can't, okay, so Christian Bale has what I call a haze face. Where I look at him and he's so handsome that I can't tell what he looks like or like, you know, if he's handsome or not. He just looks, he looks kind of unreal sometimes. So when he's being really goofy and silly, which I don't think I've ever really seen him be again Mm. since this, it's a very like strange feeling. He's a very, he has a very dour face in my mind. He's like a very serious actor. Yeah. Um, Can we think of another time when he's been like funny? Um, Because he's pretty, he's like 
being very funny. And it also yeah. to think that like this is his first really big acting role in American movies, aside from uh, Empire of the Sun or whatever. Like as as an adult, because he's essentially an unknown. He's a child actor at this point. Oh really? Um, and he, I think he's twenty seven or twenty eight. When this is filming, God, that sucks. Uh, insanely hot, like one of the like impossibly hot. <laughs> Fucking sucks. already, exactly. It's yeah. it's very frustrating. Brendan walked down when it when it was on, and he was even the on. Brendan walked down um, when the movie was on, and it was the scene where he's working out. Mm-hmm. And he just walks past, and he goes, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing you can read." That's, yeah, that's, that's all you can that's do, you man. Can yeah, it's the same. Oh. But, but but my point is that like his accent is excellent yes this. and like even when he's doing the really silly wacky shit it's just but you know what only when he scream when he screams yep it's the it's the they were mocked bills yeah. which i know is a different <laughs> character in that but it's like the same is justin Thoreau? He's like, get back he's like yeah and i believe uh in democracy and blah 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 he's like get back here you fucking <laughs> slut and i'm like oh my god i thought you're a fucking professional it's <laughs> <laughs> so that is is that the light yeah when the guy moves the T2. light yeah, yeah he's, he walked past his eye line that's all that happened oh i thought he was adjusting a no, light walked past his eye line how do you know are you there no but that was the story oh come on then like but you know the story that we don't see is that guy was probably like walking back and forth all day like doing the the stairs and elevator thing like behind like a couch <laughs> He's like he's distracting like, what? Christian. He's like, what? I was just walking. I was just he's like, taking a stroll. He's doing the knife game with his hand. Yeah. We love Christian. Why? I would like to see him be in something funny. Is what I'm saying. We love who? Christian Bale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris. Really cool in this. Um, Reese Witherspoon's in this. Chloe. Yeah, that, that surprised me. Yeah, is in this. Justin Thoreau is in this. Yeah, he looks weird. Yeah. Justin Thoreau. I love that hair. He's just, I wish that hair would come back. The slick, slick, the straight back. back. Straight, slick Ugh. back. It never looked good. It makes me think of the people in the mask. Really? Yeah. Why is that? That's because I watched that a lot as a child. <laughs> <laughs> they all had They had a lot of slicked hair in that film. I like the suits. I like the, the super loose fitting suits. Yeah, what They're the hell terrible. was that? What were we thinking? Cause, Awful. Because... Originally, the whole point was like if the suit fits you well, right. right? It like it like makes you look trim and it's there. And then what was it? The forties. I need to be a big man. Yeah, was I'm that huge? It? The forties were like I need no, my a, suit to protect me well, from the but weather. But if you go back to the seventies, like you got the the cool professor suits. You know, where like in the seventies, where all the suits are fitting nice and slick yeah. and they're tight. Yeah. And then shoulder pads come into the occasion. I guess in the late seventies, <laughs> fuck occasion. everything up. <laughs> That was they real. show up at the soiree at the function. Uh, like, hey, what if we made the outfit like uh, oh ten inches wider? <laughs> There's this new anime. Yeah, it's called Dragon Ball Z, and they've got some <laughs> these Saiyans. Great ideas <laughs> for fashion. I think it's it's probably the other way around. Well, whatever, Tim. I, I like know. I like the idea of Akira Toriyama watching Seinfeld and like seeing Elaine and going, "Say, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty threatening." That's pretty threatening. The most powerful warrior in the galaxy. <laughs> um, um, where so were who we? Is, who is this director? Mary Heron. Mary yeah, so Heron? Interesting. I, I think it's, it's worth noting that this is directed by and written by women. Yeah. So it's like it is a woman's production, and it's it's very... It's interesting because you, you could view it as a... Um, as a 
a parody of toxic masculinity, like a satire of toxic masculinity. But I, I don't think it's that simplistic. I think it's talking about Patrick. But I, I think it has a little bit more to say and more reverence for the character and, and for the novel than just to make like a feminist point about like how shitty these kind of guys are. Because like obviously they're shitty. We see that they're shitty, mm-hmm. you know, in the actions and the things that they say and the things that they do. But like it, it really is. Uh, we we get to meet this true psychopath in in Patrick. Bateman, like this character who is, I guess, the avatar of these guys who will never be punished. Um, but but it's never on the nose about that aspect of it. I don't think I don't think the feminist angle of this is ever quite on the nose. It's implied, obviously, just well, in like his, in his treatment of women. It's and, fascinating because in my brief, um, wiki, <laughs> wiki reading, she the movie she made before this, her first movie Please say research. At least pretend. Because you know what it is, is I'm covering yeah, my ass yeah. because <laughs> then when some when I say I researched it and then someone goes like, oh, I'll look into it a little and goes on Wikipedia and in five minutes thing, yeah. finds everything that I said. Look, I'm just, I'm saving you. In my you, research, I know Patrick Bateman was born in 1971. I'm saving you a, a search and a, and a Wikipedia read here. Mm-hmm. But her first movie was, was called like I Shot Andy Warhol or something. It was about the, this woman who tried to kill... Andy Warhol or like plan to or whatever. It okay. didn't obviously didn't happen, but um, she very much wanted to like make a movie about this woman and not because she was like, Oh, she's right. Or sympathizing with this, someone who's trying to be a murderer, but she was fascinated by, I guess she heard the woman speaker, like whatever it was, she became fascinated by the premise that it was a larger societal like thing that drove this woman yeah. to want to do that. And, and was so frustrated as a member of society that she was f- brought to that. Oh, this is the, this is what I should do. This is how I will cope with the pressures of, of our fucked up little world. And it's funny that that is kind of, it's American psycho as well. Cause it's, as you say that you're totally right that you don't watch this and go like, Oh, this movie like hates men or thinks that, men are bad or this is some big statement on like right. a businessman. It's, it's like, no, this is like a statement on our, on our, the materialistic, like wanting, just wanting shit sure, and taking what you want. And it plays very well as a man, as a businessman. Cause it's like, Oh, there's someone who takes what they want. And then also like takes what he wants from women. Yeah. And I, I don't think that, yeah, you, the, the identity, of, the identity of, yeah, I think it makes perfect sense. The identity of what he is, isn't, isn't like lost to anybody. It's not, no, it's not, not even divorced it from the point of the movie. No, but, no, no, but like, no. I, I see what you're saying. Like the point is, it is something greater than it's that. more. It seems more interested in like, look at this fucked up little culture and all that is like, all that it lets, uh, hide beneath it. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. And I think that's cool. But and it also and, is, and it, even in the even in the end, where um, like it's sort of revealed that maybe none of this happened, uh, right? So he's, and he says it doesn't matter what's inside, and, exactly. Uh, and right. it does, so in the disturbingly, like maybe none of this happened, but you know that the person, this person in this like high society status that could likely get away with all this, is capable of all of this, right? And was it just his drawings that he just like was he just losing touch, right? It was his little fantasies of it, and that's what, and it's and it's open ended, and then. And, it's another interesting piece about that. I, I find um, Chloe Sim, Sim, that woman, the actress, who? Chloe S, uh, he plays his uh, assistant mm. in this. She's like crying as she's looking through his drawings. Mm-hmm. Not in a way that she's like scared or terrified, but in a way that she seems like genuinely sad, like as the music is swelling up and the movie is coming to an end. 
And I thought that that's just like a really interesting moment of like, she genuinely loves Patrick and maybe like something about him not that we like never an, saw. Not like an in love way either. Yeah. Just like sure, but maybe, she cares about it. She gives right, a shit about it. Maybe him. in an in love way. Maybe it could be. Maybe she's just charmed by like how handsome and rich he is. But like we see in the beginning, they have like a bit of a powwow and a back and forth and they don't seem, she doesn't seem to hate him, like resent her psycho boss. Mm-hmm. So like maybe there's more to it than that. Or maybe we're only seeing the parts of Patrick that like he hates and detests and we're like sort of that's interesting, missing yeah. like what what the people but it's again it also begs what is he saying to people yeah. what is he because if if the whole movie he's saying things that we're watching on screen and we know that he's not saying some of that stuff because it just people don't right. react to yeah, it you're right so, so like the whole thing comes into question then you're like, like what well, are his relationships so, with anybody so when he was like and everybody talks about how much of a fucking dork he is throughout the entire thing but he seems to be pretty cool like but that's exactly it right because yeah. it's like is are we not in his delusion this whole time because yeah. like even when he's like you're gonna want to change you know like and he thinks that the secretary wants to be with him when she's like is it something romantic and yeah. he's like oh honey and don't ever wear that again like is yeah. that really what he said or did he make some sort of like comment and it made her feel bad and he saw that it made her feel bad but he just saw it as like right a, a power move you know him him forcing his will it's cool it's interesting and it's pretty it is pretty it's a pretty it's cheap and it's a pretty movie but mm. like some of the like there's a reason why it's very gift um the shots it's it's very low rent like you can you can tell even in like the film stock quality watching this on my tv i was like oh man this is yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> this just like looks like it was filmed cheaply and it's cool yeah. I like that shit. Yeah, and it's and it's I mean that's fine. And it's it's a seven million dollar movie in, in the year two thousand. Apparently there is she fought tooth and nail to get this fucking thing made. First of all, for her to be the one to make the movie, and second of all, for Christian Bale to be the one to play Patrick Bateman, like mm. two separate World War One, World War Two, as far as like the production of the movie. Um, and eventually came together and maybe that's why she never really made And they were boycotting like that was I something else I read that mentioned that there was like, you know, it was I guess post Columbine and people were very like violence in media. Right. And when they found that they were making a movie about this book that was already a very violent, you know, people sure. had their own issues with the book. It was like sort of like protested and there's some sort of campaign so about funny. like, don't let them shoot in your restaurant. Yeah. If they're making this in New York or whatever. So it's 19 Isn't that years ago. Yes. Yeah, 20 years ago. It seems so pedestrian now where yeah. like mass murder is a part of our everyday life now. In yeah. 2019, where it's just like, you can't show it in movies. Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Yeah. That's not what's making this happen. Yeah. Or is it, Tim? But no, no. I mean, it's coming back around again. We're talking about violent video games again for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, no, man. It's, a, it's alienation and easily available guns. Well, even if. Uh, the alien nation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The alien nation of easily available guns. Yeah. yeah. It's floating around above us. You got a. <laughs> isn't uh area 51's tomorrow oh is it yeah you coming i guess we could we I'm, are in driving not, distance i'm flying to houston so oh okay to get on in a jeep and drive <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to area 51 yeah that's really interesting wait where is it's in nevada right yes well, i'm going to houston excuse me what are you going to houston for just hang out oh that's cool what's wait is the thing in houston no that's in toronto okay when is that right after basically damn like i get back that's october i think i leave on the third mm-hmm. october third that's stacked stacked stacked, stacked. um <laughs> why did we just say stacked 
back and forth. We're best friends. <laughs> hey, so where are you? Uh, where are we at with with? <laughs> <laughs> I like that you started that for me, but that so was where weird. are you? When what's time is it? Good, that's fine. We, I have I have well, about we have, twenty more minutes in me. Yeah, do we have what else? Yeah. Um, I think I appreciate too that this is we're still in the era of a bombastic film score, even for a movie like this. Yeah, I guess. There's still a very like orchestral mm-hmm. large cinematic score to this. And this was a again, as you said, a seven million dollar indie movie, but yeah. like it still has the the crazy strings and I like that. There's I a mean, version just, of this, you know, composed by uh, Clint Manziel and Nine Inch Nails, right? Exactly. So I do think that it's an issue. And then it's to add to kind of the old, old money class way that, yeah. that Patrick is, I guess. It's the, it's the, the dark night, um, track called a dick, yeah. which <laughs> if you remember, goes like this, a dick, 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 a Hey, interesting thought. What if Christian Bale played the Joker? Well, it is funny, right? When he, at the end, when yeah, he's like at the he's phone like, booth, what are you doing? Yeah. he's like, why are you being so sad? I'm like, this is good. <laughs> Shit, dude. What if you joked it up, friend? What the fuck was that? It was an alarm for 810. But it tells you? Yeah, no, well, it'll it'll say what... Because, oh, hello there. I have the alarm set for it. It'll say hello. And then it'll read the things, and then it'll start to read me the headlines of the day. Whoa. And it'll be like, Jeffrey Epstein has been shot. <laughs> <laughs> was it... Again? Was, is it me, or was the music under it like, there's a smile on my I face. I think that every single time, but it's not. It's not. That's almost like eating your butt. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Did he just say butt? <laughs> He's already off the stage. His last His performance. Like last night was the last known performance. Yeah. Of- he immediately hung himself. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why it's almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. Death um, by a thousand butts. So what what else do we know about this movie? Um <laughs> What a way to tee us up yeah. for success. Dumb. There. What else do we know about this movie? Um I'm trying to think what else I like the music. Uh It's funny I I when I started watching it I was like holy shit. There's so much more of this movie left. Yeah. Like near the beginning, I, I had just taken a peek at the timeline. But it for for as little as I know this sounds crazy about a movie where it's like a guy's killing someone and trying to get away with it, killing multiple people and getting away with it. It surprisingly like it not a lot like goes on technically. It, it happens in and a like loop. I, I it was funny to me when it takes its time with the extended sequence with the two women where the two like sex workers that he's brought to his apartment and he's talk, telling them about whatever the, is that when he's talking about Phil Collins? Or, yeah, sure. And, and it just really like lives in that sequence for a long time. And it was very interesting to me in a filmmaker way. I think that in, in mission statement, if you're, making this movie and you're trying to make it a comment about this person and it's like a, a a dive into this person's psyche you would almost think and this sounds insane but i maybe it's just my this, these are just my instincts coming out but you would almost be more inclined to like 
skip over those sequences or show glimmers of those sequences and show that it's like, he's doing this. This yeah. is happening. He's inviting these women here and he's killing them. But this is like a movie that despite not being even, I guess, cause I guess what I'm saying is it's not a horror movie and you're not, sure. you're not even, you're not, you're watching it with maybe well, a sense of that's dread. That's what I thought that those were supposed to be. But you're is not that like doing the contractually obligated horror movie dread sequences where it's like, that's not really what we're up to in this movie. But are we scared or are we it. just like, I think there's a sense of dread anxious, for like, wait, like I, I think that they make it a point to um when we meet the the blonde I, I guess cecilia or whatever he names her the first blonde like the one that he meets on the street um they're they're really making it a point to make her the our protagonist for like a minute like as soon as she enters yeah, his apartment you, yeah, we're spending a lot of time with her well because you know she's what it us, is she's our point of view it's the it's you have it with the with the assistant you have it with um even the lawyer at the end, when he finally, when he really confronts the lawyer, the the only times in this movie where people act like normal people, we're we're on their side all of a sudden. Yeah, because you're you're we're looking probably the whole movie. You're kind of watching it like well, I need an like you're watching it and it's it's his movie, so you're just kind of like fascinated. It's like a under a microscope of a crazy person's mind, and because we're literally he's talking to us, he's telling us what he thinks and what's wrong with him and blah, blah, blah. And then, then all of a sudden a character shows up who reacts like a normal person would and is scared like a normal person yeah. would and looks at him and goes like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like we all would if someone was acting this way. Right. And then right. And then you're like, oh yeah, where this is kind of, I think that's why you then tune in as like, oh, this is from their perspective now. It's because you're all of a sudden given your, sure. you fall into that. But it's also instead. in craft. It's also in, like literally just by the shots that we're doing, we're spending a lot more time with them. They're spending yeah. a lot more time at the center of the frame, like just them in frame for a little while. And it's like, right. okay, so I, I think that every time she's in focus and, and even when, when she dies, we like really give her a moment, mm-hmm. like truly give that one, that particular victim a moment. Right. She runs, but then that's also like where, it's if it's ever going to be clear that it's like not happening, that sequence is pretty yeah. clear. Cause, cause even just down to like, he's watching Texas chainsaw massacre, like one of the times he's working out or whatever the fuck he's doing. He's like calling his, yeah, I don't remember what it is. I think he's doing like sit-ups or some shit. And then the fact that then it's like him with a chainsaw out of nowhere, like coming barreling down the naked down the Extremely hallway. Funny. It's like, yeah. okay, this is like now this is, that's pretty clear that this is him. Yeah. It's a fantasy or yeah. Yeah. I liked this movie more than I thought it would. It's like, you know what it is? I, this is a Reddit movie. They fucking gift this movie all the time. Like I think it yeah. was just something on the, on the Reddit. There's okay. I will say this about the movie. It's such a complete thought. It becomes very hard to criticize because it, there's such moments like, you know, when he's in the laundromat and he's yelling at the, mm. at the, uh, the, at the Asian couple and that like woman just comes in and says like, oh, hey, you know, we're, we're going to meet up and, and whatever. Like we'll, we'll meet up next Saturday or something. She never comes back. But at the end, he does say that he killed her. Right. Like, oh, I killed my ex-girlfriend Marlene uh, or whatever. Right. And yeah, may, yeah. that's just one of those things where it's like a continuity thing of like, what was the significance of that scene? Mm-hmm. Um, may, maybe this is like a weird just like craft thing. But like I don't really notice it because of just the inherent. And, and I use this term. Please forgive me. Uh, the inherent schizophrenia of the film where it's just like. I don't really trust any of these images. Disjointed. I don't really yeah. know if any of this matters or, or not. And none of that matters, whether it matters or not. And it, it's a super nihilist movie, uh, but not in a way that that's like hopeless or like boring or in a way that's like, you know, droll or droll is a bad, droll means uh, interesting, which is the most fucked up word. How droll. Exactly. Droll is interesting. Yeah. 
opposite of Joel. Uh, you, you know, like nothing matters. That's very mm-hmm. easy to be fucking boring. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, like I, I think that's what this movie is kind of up to is that this is the way things are and nothing is going to change. And I will, uh, he literally says, I will never be punished for it. I, I find that really like interesting yeah. and, and they, they get to it in a way that is just entertaining, truly entertaining. That's, I think that's a thing that I, not to be like, you know, the rocking chair old man being like, they don't make them like they used to. Sure. Cause I don't feel that way largely, but like, I do feel like something I miss and it, maybe it's down to, again, there's the theatricality of the music in this or that it is extremely like cinematic in the way that, and I, I hope I, I feel like you know what I mean when I say sure, that. Yeah. Like, I'm, it's a I know, movie. I know movies are cinematic, it's cheap, but, but it's, it's a, a movie. movie. It's a they, movie, they and it is things. doing something unsettling and looking at something uncomfortable. But as you said, it is just still really entertaining, and that is something that I look for in stuff like this. Like, I like that kind of entry point to something that's going to ask me some weird questions because, like, it is harder for me. It's why I had, and I, I get a lot of heat for not like loving hereditary or not even wanting to see midsummer. Cause like they upset you and it's like, yeah, sure. it's like, it's, it's, it's on purpose it's so trying yes. to upset you and disturb I, I, you. I know exactly what you're saying. I, I, I think that I, I fully agree with you. I would rather see an entertaining movie that has far much more going on. And maybe those more intelligent points are going to break against the shore of like a, hesitate to use the word, but like a normie viewer, like maybe something like the matrix, Mm -hmm. like the more headier concepts in the matrix are going way above anybody who's just there to see shoot 'em up guns doing back. Because it's great as that. Because that's what it is. It's also great as that. Exactly. Like it's a hundred percent that. Um, but then like, you know, the trilogy as a whole is up to, whereas that's why people go into hereditary or whatever. And, and, like what's the bad come out like, and that's why it gets like a bad cinema score or whatever. Cause like, I cannot believe people that are entertained by, Hereditary and Midsummer, and this includes my girlfriend who loves both of those movies. Uh, I I don't understand the entertainment value of it beyond like film critical, beyond like looking at it thinking like, oh, what, what's he saying here? Like, what does this imagery mm-hmm. represent? And and uh, you know, what's he playing with here? And it's the thing that's obviously it'd be stupid to argue with because clearly it connects with like a bajillion people, and people love this fucking. They love him and they love these movies in a way that they're like, they want to watch it more than once. And like, it is, it's fascinating. Yeah. 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 It's just fascinating because it's, yeah, I agree. I'm like, I don't quite, I don't quite see what you're entertained by. I don't quite, I don't quite see how you go. Ooh, I want to, I like how that made me feel. Yeah. I want to spend more time there. Yeah. Or like, even when it, cause I understand the idea of like something just like breaks your heart or it's so upsetting or it's so uncomfortable to look at, but you're just like fascinated by doing it but for some reason i don't feel that from from those ones and from a lot of recent stuff because i feel like maybe we've just gotten too good at being upsetting I mean, is yeah. that a, is that a weird <laughs> thing to say I'm i don't too know fun. i'm too upset my day-to-day life we're, we're great at it yeah. now uh, making movies for you know half the price of this and they're really good at making it like ruin your life yep. so uh. <laughs> this is one of those movies i remember very vividly watching in high school for the first time and just thinking that was weird. Yeah. Not even a bad way. I just remember being like, oh, weird. <laughs> like, and that's pretty much how, like, that's what my takeaway was. I, you when, know? When, did, when did I overcome that hurdle? Because I, I recall having a very similar reaction to it of like, oh. And I knew that I was watching like a movie that people liked. cool or they sucked. It, well, I, I, when did that, dude, when did it stop? When did nuance enter my brain for the first time? And I'm just like, oh, this is just like 
art and not in a in a pretentious way it's just like oh you've made it i don't think and that's not even what i'm exactly saying i think i had a weird in a lot of ways i wish i could recapture how i used to watch stuff because i think that i just had such and it wasn't even like when you think about how i just would stay up and watch movies just because i was so interested in the craft it was just more like i didn't give a fuck i was like a garbage disposal so i was just like Is the same way I ate when you're eight, you know, 17 years old and sure. a boy. I was just like, hey, I'll see that. Yeah, I'll do that. God, I'll watch that. Blah, blah. That's just the way the teenagers consume media. Uh, it really yeah. is bad. Yeah. How but do, so, how like, do you think people listen to this podcast? Fuck. What do you think? They're here. You think it's, it's, just, it's just there. We just presented it to yeah. you. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> the, the oatmeal of podcasts. Hey, I fucking love oatmeal. All right. You get a little cinnamon in there. because I'm old. Well, I love it. I like all the old Cut up some cereals. apples. Raisin Bran. I, I just want liquid in a bag. <laughs> Will it keep me awake <laughs> past 9 p.m.? Sign me up. Twilight hours. All right, bye. Okay, um, we're going to play some games, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, first we're going to do predictive text movie review on the 19-year-old American Psycho. Could have waited a year maybe to do this, and it had been like a nice... You know, anniversary it's like kind literally of thing. Literally three months. But it's oh, like, it's in three it's months. Like January. It's ah, it's like well, January we fucking, yeah, we did it. We're old. just really ahead of the curve awesome. here. I'll, I'll just hang on to this one. You hang on to this. No, you're just gonna post it again. Like, hey, we already did this three months ago. So really, this is gold. This is in the Amer- American Psycho yeah. gold. Where we're we're like, like, we add a third character. We're the like pa- a thir- <laughs> another. <laughs> I dub in a different guy who's just a third podcast. Very, host. very in between all of our little sentences. Yep. Like, I think this is great. Good point, Dom. I'll read. I guess I'll go first. American Psycho is a fucking book, idiot. <laughs> You're shitting me. No, nope. that's what happened. <laughs> it's deaf. The only reason I have a girlfriend. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. That rocks. Mine Thank is. The comma is powerful, dude. Oh, yeah, Yield I do. the comma. I, f- I forget about the comma sometimes. I have um, American Psycho. has come up here, and it has to come out here, and it has great food. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. It's come up here. Uh, all right. So American Psycho 2. Okay. First. Nobody else remembers that Patrick Bateman fought Rocky Balboa. <laughs> <laughs> then Patrick Bateman reminds everyone that he fought Rocky Balboa. <laughs> In the end, Rocky Balboa. Period. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Was I can that? do that. I, I noticed. Watch me do it. Period. Right. I ended the game. What is it? Tim's just going to start putting periods first, on when I'm in the middle of my period. own thought. <laughs> it was it? So first, first, everyone has forgotten that Patrick Bateman fought Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Balboa. Then... Man. Patrick, Patrick Bateman, Bateman reminds everyone that, that he fought Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Balboa. In, then, the end, in the end, Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Balboa. Good. That was fun. Could, <laughs> all right. Hey, if you like winter deer, please go to www. Did you say if you like winter deer? If you like winter deer, please go to www.patreon.com. Slash reasonable beef. And give what you can. 
uh, $5 gives you access to the bonus weekly beef. And bonus we're, behind. Weekly we're one behind, beef. but we're going to be made up in like two days. So any amount of money gives you okay, well, one bonus. I'm not even confused. I'm not going to get confused anymore. Any amount of $5 money. $5 gives you access to the weeklies. And if you go there, there might be an option for you if you can't afford that. Just check it out. Peep your head in. Why are you being coy? It's I'm not being coy. We... I don't want to confuse the listeners. It's, it's, marketing is about clear messaging, okay? And sometimes it's it's hard when I need to What I'm saying, yeah, clear messaging. If you happen to go, <laughs> there may be... Just go there. There's information perhaps, that you can find. There might be an option. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> Medusa, get back in there. <laughs> Sorry. Put back on your blindfold. <laughs> Why would she need the blindfold? Because isn't if she looks at you? No, if you look at her. Well. <laughs> Someone giving us the light? No. Yeah, we're getting the light. Yeah. Uh, that's right. about it. Time to hit it. Uh, thank you very much, Dom. Do you have anything to plug? Anything cool coming out? No. Um, the movie's going to show in Toronto on October 5th. Toronto. So if you live... Actually, yeah, I do have something to plug. If you live near Toronto... Mm-hmm. Come to see it. It's go to bufferfestival.com and it's playing in the short film screening. Um, and it's gonna be great. We're doing a live solo reasonable beef episode. Yeah. Don will be on stage. That's true, yeah. yeah. Talking off the cuff about, about my a movie. movie. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's gonna be great. And also uh keep listening to my music on Spotify, Dom yeah. Ferrer, because How's it doing? I mean they're doing they're doing fine. I I, I wanna make a post about it. Hey, but it's doing fine. My music is fine. Everything's fine. Thanks. thanks. Yeah. Um, And if you, you know, you believe in yourself, others will believe in you. All right, that's fine.